Hello, friends, and warm greetings to you on this third week of Lent. Let me ask you a question. When was the last time you thought about money? Was it today? Was it within the hour? What did your pondering about money have to do with? Money is such a central part of our lives, getting it and saving it and spending it. In our world, we need it to survive. We live in an economy in which we depend on others to provide things for us we don't procure on our own, like food and clothes and fuel and all kinds of services. And we work to make the money necessary to pay for those things and to maybe buy ourselves some comfort and a few luxuries as well and put aside some security for the future. One thing that Lent reminds us of is our poverty. You see, the truth is that even if we have comfortable bank accounts and a wealth of resources, we are all impoverished. We are all impoverished because we cannot take with us our possessions, our money, or our resources. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. How should we then live in light of this truth? Should we cling to things tightly, enjoying them now while we have them, milking every bit of goodness and pleasure out of them as we can? Or should we hold things loosely, live super simply, perhaps austerely, maybe even give up possessions in general as if, uh, as if we could? Some have tried. St. Francis of Assisi comes to mind. I don't know the answer to this question. But I think we would do well from time to time to embrace an intentional simplicity as a way of weaning ourselves off of what is not ours to keep. When we choose to live simply for a season, or we're forced to, this helps us to see the hold that things tend to have on us, and it gives us an opportunity to respond. Here are a few ways that come to mind uh, in which we could embrace simplicity intentionally. One is to fast from purchases of all non-essential items for a season. Another is to go through your wardrobe and pick out clothes that haven't been worn in a while and give them away. Another is to choose a nice thing that you don't really need. You might like it, but you don't really need it. And give it away to someone else who might enjoy it or benefit from it. The practice of simplicity is not about earning God's favor through self-denial. It's about interrupting our addiction to things, and especially to more things. And when we interrupt that addiction, we often find there's more room in our life for God, more space in our lives to attend to our souls and to meet Him there. And we get to taste his beautiful economy, which is very different from the world's economy. God gives to us freely what we don't deserve. Our job is to receive it and to allow ourselves to be transformed by it. The more of God's grace we let into our lives, the more we are transformed into his image and the more we have to give to others, and the more we're able to give to others freely, openly, lovingly, like him, 
without expectation of honor or reward. Today's passage is from the prophet Isaiah, and it draws on the rich imagery of food and water and wine as metaphors of God's grace. As you listen to the passage, consider what it is you need to receive from God today. What do you thirst for God's grace for in your life? Isaiah chapter 55, verses 1 through 9. Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. You who have no money, come, buy and eat. Come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen so that you may live. Hundreds of years after this passage was written, Jesus spoke these words. I am the bread of life. No one who comes to me will ever be hungry, and no one who believes in me will ever be thirsty again. These words are found in the Gospel of John, chapter 6. What a beautiful fulfillment of Isaiah's prophetic promise. Jesus is eternally available to us. The well of his grace for us is bottomless. He wants to satisfy us as with the finest of wheat. But we must make ourselves available to receive. And how tragic it is to work for something that has already been given. What comes to mind for you when you hear Isaiah's questions about labor that does not satisfy? The prophet says, Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Is there something you have been trying to buy that can't be bought? Have you been toiling or striving or working hard for something that God wants to give you already? Peace? Direction for your life? Opportunity? A sense of your identity, a place of belonging, confidence in the Father's favor and love? Is there a toiling for what does not satisfy that needs to slow down or cease for a time so that you can make room to receive from God? As I read the passage a final time and you listen, consider this question. What is simplicity's invitation to you today? Everyone who thirsts, come to the waters. And you who have no money, come, buy and eat. 
come by wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend your money for that which is not bread and your labor for that which does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and delight yourselves in rich food. Incline your ear and come to me. Listen so that you may live.